Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland. At the time of this recording, we here in America have just celebrated the 4th of July, which is our Independence Day. And although this holiday has become more about enjoying the lake or the beach with barbecue and fireworks and family and friends than it has been celebrating our freedom, this year has really had me thinking. One of my favorite songs to sing growing up in church had a phrase that the band would sing where the spirit of the Lord is, and then the worship leader would hold his mic out to the audience and we would all sing back in unison, there is freedom. I love songs like that. Upbeat, everybody participated, made you feel good. It wasn't until later in life I realized that that phrase came from scripture, 2 Corinthians 3.17, which says, now the Lord is spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Then verse 18 says, and we who with unveiled faces all reflect the glory of the Lord are being transformed into his image with intensifying glory, which comes from the Lord who is spirit. I talked a a bit about this back on episodes 14 and 15, the filters versus costumes. But what I find fascinating is that when we have unveiled faces, that's when we reflect the glory of the Lord. Unveiled faces. Hmm. That is true freedom. Allow me to explain. Eric Geiger wrote a great article about the context for unveiled faces being used in this passage. He said, Paul is taking the readers back to Moses. Moses would walk up to the mountain called Mount Sinai. There he would meet with God face to face. It was the place where God gave Moses the Ten Commandments. Each time Moses went to meet with God on this mountain, he came back glowing. He had an encounter with God on Mount Sinai. And this encounter was so remarkable that Moses was transformed. His appearance was altered. He shone. He looked different. The first time he came back down from the mountain, people were even afraid. The change was that significant. Moses would wear a veil over his face when he came down from the mountain. He wore a veil to cover the fading glory. Once Moses left the presence of God, the glory would fade. With each step away from the mountain, the glory would decrease. Moses had a veiled face. We have unveiled faces. We do not have to wear a veil because the glory is not diminishing. In fact, the opposite is true. The glory is ever increasing. It is so because we never leave the presence of God. We never come back down the mountain. The mountain is in us. His spirit lives within us. We have a relationship with God that even Moses did not have. We are in the new covenant that brings righteousness, not the old covenant that brings death. Moses had to go to the mountain to behold the glory of God. We don't. We have a greater level of intimacy. 
just as God transformed Moses, he transforms us when we place ourselves in his presence. In reading that article, I felt such a stirring in my spirit, a conviction, really. How often was I veiling my face? How often was I covering up the reflection of the glory of God in my life? I knew God was trying to bring up some mess that I had suppressed deep down. Do you ever find yourself doing that? Like It's too hard to face. It requires too much effort to work through. It feels like it's going to take more time to sort through all your emotions than, than you're willing to invest. So you just kind of put it off. You're like, I'll do this later. Not at all. It'll be fine. I'm just going to put it back here, put it in the back of my mind, put it over here. I'm just not going to think about it as if that makes it go away. The sad thing is what you do not bring into the light, it will continue to grow in the darkness. And I always get the image of mold growing in the innermost parts of my spirit when I've been suppressing thoughts or emotions. You see, it's the UV light from the sun that kills most molds and spores, which is why you don't see it growing out in the open and in the light. My spirit had become moldy. I know suppression leads to depression. And in doing that, when suppression leads to depression, it's turning the enemy's foothold into a stronghold and being set free from a stronghold requires much more time, energy, and strength than if I would have just taken it to the Holy spirit to deal with it in the first place, while it was still just a foothold. That's when you take it. That's when you get it dealt with. (laughs) Yes. It requires time and energy and strength, but not nearly as much as when you let it become a stronghold. Perhaps you're like me. And the reason you wear your veil is because you have battled with the lie that you're not good enough. Perhaps you battle with that lie for a long time, maybe since childhood. And whether we're aware of it or not, the enemy knows that using this belief against you, against me, even in the simplest ways, allows him that foothold into your life. And the enemy will just sit there and he'll stoke that fire of the lie that I believe for so long. He'll throw up doubt, confusion, comparison, all the old tricks. They still work. He doesn't have to be creative. He's not the creator. No, God's the creator. He just does what works. And those old tricks, they still work if I'm not on guard. Like when my shield of faith is down due to a painful disappointment. I've had that happen to me a lot. I put so much hope and trust and I will go boldly in prayer to the throne and I will ask, I will claim, I will declare in Jesus name. And oh, that rhymed. And I will go and I will boldly ask for something and I will will back it up in scripture and um, I I will declare it. And then it doesn't happen. It doesn't come through. And I find myself disappointed. And I notice my shield of faith falls down. It falls down to my side because I'm disappointed. It's like the posture i had had going into it was fierce. And I had my shield in front of me and I was ready. And I was, I was, I was, battling against all those flaming arrows of the enemy. And I was, I was pushing forward in faith 
until I didn't get what I've been praying for, what I've been hoping for, what I had declared over in my life, what was the promise of God. And it's just like you see your child do, they're just kind of, their shoulders fall flat to their side. And when you do that, your shield goes down. And I noticed that when my shield is down, my veil is up. Perhaps it's this subconscious shame I wear. Thankfully, I have set up systems and routines in my life that don't allow me to stay in those moldy conditions long. Just as Moses would go to the mountain to receive God's glory, I have created my own mountain space to be transformed, to receive the healing, the light. And the best part is I don't have to physically go anywhere. (laughs) Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for indwelling within me. Because if freedom exists wherever the spirit is, then I simply need to look within. If I want to be free from the disappointment, if I want to be free from the lies that I've confirmed through my conditions and circumstances that the enemy has allowed to infiltrate, that I have allowed the enemy's schemes to infiltrate, to reduce my faith, all of those things. But if wherever the spirit is, freedom exists, and the spirit indwells within me, all I have to do is look within. So often non-believers, they glorify this personal power. And I can say, I fully believe in personal power with the inherent caveat that my personal power comes from within me because that is where the Holy Spirit dwells. Time and time again, God has taken me to the end of myself to allow me to experience where he begins. Now I do a much better job of going there myself willingly than to white knuckle battle against it before I finally surrender. It's like trying to put that overstimulated toddler to bed. There's so much fighting and your toddler just reveals more strength than you ever saw or thought possible from his little bitty body (laughs) until he finally gives into your embrace and his jaw unclenches and he relaxes, his breathing slows and he succumbs to the sleep he so desperately needed. And he's finally free to dream. One of my mountains that I go to is my bed. I will literally curl up in bed with pillows all around me. And I will imagine the sweet embrace of my loving heavenly father holding me until I release all control. I allow him to do his work to bring the light. And it doesn't take long for my moldy spirit to be made clean. The veil is lifted. And as I rise from my bed, I hurriedly put on the armor. I raise up my shield and I get back to passionately pursuing my purpose. I'm not going to say that as believers, we don't struggle. If you have not experienced the kind of spiritual warfare I have talked about over these past two episodes, enjoy that, my friend, but also do not put down your defenses because just because you might not be currently experiencing spiritual warfare, 
it doesn't mean it's not out there. It doesn't mean it's not existent. It doesn't mean it's not currently happening all around you. And if you have been attacked lately, or you're currently under attack, or you're headed into an attack, know that you are fully equipped to fight your battle. But in order to give your greatest offensive strategy, don't go to the battle with a moldy spirit. You can't be fighting in both places. You can't be fighting the battle within and the battle on the outside as well. God chose you for freedom, not bondage. You have the authority of Jesus Christ to claim that freedom and to call upon it to be victorious over every battle the enemy puts in your path. Again, if you're not experiencing the flaming arrows of the enemy being hurled at you right now, use this time and pray for those who are. The kingdom of God needs more intercessors as we are not meant to do this battle alone. I appreciate all of you coming to this podcast, sharing it with your friends, leaving five-star ratings and reviews to help get this message out to more and more people. Because again, we're not meant to do this battle alone. Be strong and courageous for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. If God spoke to your heart during this episode, I would love to hear from you. Please send me a message over on Instagram at the Julian Kirkland. And if you are looking for a mentor or coach to see how you can pursue the kingdom of heaven as an entrepreneur, I would love the chance to talk to you. And I will leave a link in the comments below for you to be able to uh, hop on a call with me. I so appreciate you. Remember, the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Bye for now.